Welcome to the Guitar Music Theory Podcast. I'm Desi Serna, author of Fretboard Theory, Guitar Picking Mechanics, Guitar Theory for Dummies, and more. This podcast features free guitar lessons that focus on music theory for guitar, including guitar scales, chords, progressions, modes, composition techniques, improvisation, and more. The lessons are geared toward intermediate level players on up. You can follow along on either an acoustic or electric guitar. Bass players can take away a lot from the lessons too. Today's podcast episode is a previous recording in which I demonstrate how to use pentatonic lead patterns for playing major scales and modes. I also discuss how the pentatonic scale relates to the major scale. This lesson is based on my book, Fretboard Theory, Volume 2, Chapter 7. Hi, this is Desi Serna, author of Fretboard Theory and Fretboard Theory Volume 2. In this free guitar lesson, I'm going to talk about using major scales and modes within pentatonic patterns. This includes taking a look at how pentatonic patterns change when you add in major scale notes to create the different modes. In a previous lesson, I talked about how sometimes it's a good idea to narrow your focus to some key positions and patterns within the pentatonic scale. So rather than trying to cover the whole fretboard and touch on every pattern and every position, you just want to work in some familiar box shapes that you can uh, get good at playing in. Well here, in this lesson, I'm going to talk about how you can work with those patterns that I called lead patterns in my previous podcast, and I also call them that in the book. I'm going to show you how you can stick within these familiar lead pattern boxes and you can just add a few more notes to complete either the major scale or one of the major or minor modes. And to begin, I'm going to play a little bit uh, in the C major pentatonic scale. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about how you would change this pattern to a major scale or a Lydian scale or a Mixolydian scale and I'll give you some examples of what it sounds like and we're going to compare the pentatonic to um, a major scale or mode and the modes to each other. So the first thing I want to point out is the construction of the pentatonic scale. A pentatonic scale, a major pentatonic scale, has a root, a second, a third, a fifth, and a sixth. It's like a major scale, but it doesn't have a fourth, and it doesn't have a seventh. So here is, uh, for example, the full C major scale. Now here are the, are the same notes minus the fourth and the seventh. So this would produce the C major pentatonic. So once again, the major scale has seven notes. The 
that's seven, and then the eighth would be the, the uh, tonic pitch C again. And the pentatonic scale has five notes, hence the name pentatonic, five tones. But it's import important to realize that the pentatonic scale is actually contained within a major scale. You do have all of the notes of the pentatonic scale within a major scale. And if you're playing over a song that is in the key of C major, you can play, of course, you can play the C major scale over it. Or if you want to simplify things, you could just play the C major pentatonic. And as I mentioned in, uh, in a previous podca podcast episode, most guitar players uh, would use the lead patterns, as I call them, which is a little bit of pattern one, uh, which is all of pattern one with a little bit of pattern five and two in it, or they might use a combination of patterns three and four. And they would, they would stick to these areas and do most of their riffing and, and jamming in these areas. And if a guitar player is going to uh, play full major scale patterns, then they are likely to still favor the same pentatonic boxes. They would just add a couple extra intervals to complete the scale. So what would normally be a pentatonic box, if you add in a seventh and a fourth, becomes a full C major scale. You can't see what I'm playing, but you can hear it. I have this all diagrammed and illustrated in the, in the book what a C major pentatonic lead pattern looks like and then where you can add in a seventh or a fourth to make it a full C major scale. And guitar players like to combine the major scale with the pentatonic like this because they can use the familiar box shapes and they can use a lot of their familiar pentatonic um, licks and phrases. And then they can add in some of the fourths. Or perhaps the seventh. Now let's talk about some of the other modes. If you're in C Lydian mode, and just to review, that's going to be actually the notes and chords of the G major scale, but centering on its fourth degree in chord C. Uh, C Lydian mode, um, a C Lydian mode chord progression might, would sound like this. take a look at what how Sidian, Lydian mode excuse me breaks down. So Lydian mode is actually uh, identical to the C major scale but you have a raised fourth. So you've got a root, second, third, sharp four, fifth, sixth, seventh.
Now, Lydian mode still has the root, second, third, fifth, and sixth of the pentatonic scale. So a pentatonic scale is still contained within a Lydian scale. So you can still play plain, you know, major pentatonic in place of a Lydian scale. So for example, I'm playing a Lydian chord progression that's using a C and a D major chord. I'm holding the C in the bass. So I could still just play plain C major pentatonic over this. And if I want to turn this pentatonic box shape into a full Lydian pattern, well, I'd have to add a sharp fourth to it. And I'd have to add a major seventh to it as well. And if I put the sharp fourth and the seventh in there, then I actually just turn the major pentatonic into a complete Lydian scale. Now let's take a look at uh, the C mixolydian mode. So C mixolydian mode would stem from the F major scale. It would be the fifth mode of the F major scale. So you're using notes and chords from the F major scale. Um, a C mixolydian chord progression might sound something like... That was C, B flat, and F. And I can play the notes of F major starting on C. You can call it a C mixolydian scale if you want. Of course, you can play that over a mixolydian progression, but you don't have to play the full mode. If your tonic chord is C, you can just play C major pentatonic. And then you can add in the uh, fourth. Well, actually, you know what? Let's uh, back up and let's take a look at how the uh, mixolydian scale is uh, formulated here. You've got a root, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, flat seventh. So whereas the Lydian scale was basically a major scale with a raised fourth, the Mixolydian scale is basically a major scale with a flat seventh. So if you're playing in the C major pentatonic and you want to play it as mixolydian mode, you can just add in a, a fourth. And a flat seventh. And 
Now what you can't see is that I'm staying in the same position for all of these examples. I'm using the same C major pentatonic lead pattern uh, for both C major, C lydian, and C mixolydian. For C major, I added a fourth and a seventh. For C lydian, I added a sharp fourth and a seventh. And for C mixolydian, I added a fourth and a flat seventh. And again, guitar players really like the pentatonic boxes. They get used to riffing and jamming in them. They pick up a lot of licks and phrases, you know, from other guitar players and songs that are based in the pentatonic. So they really prefer to use the pentatonic as kind of like their bass scale. And then if they're going to play major scales or modes, then they might just add in some extra intervals to their pentatonic boxes. <clears throat> you can do this in a major key, like I just outlined, but you can also do this in a minor key. So let's switch now from C major to its relative minor, A minor. And let me explain what you would do with an A minor pentatonic in order to play the minor scale in the mode. So to begin with, um, if we analyze the A minor pentatonic, which by the way is uses the very same notes as C major pentatonic, but we're just going to count A as the root now, and we're going to kind of measure all of the intervals from there. So the A minor pentatonic has a root, a flat third, a fourth, a fifth, and a flat seventh. So let's play the full A minor scale. So this is going to be the sixth mode of the C major scale. You could call it A Aeolian mode or the uh, relative minor. Sounds like this. So a full minor scale has a root, second, flat third, fourth, fifth, flat sixth, flat seventh. I guess if you want to uh, if you want to, you can think of it as a major scale with a flat third, a flat sixth, and a flat seventh. And what I want to point out here is that all of the notes of A minor pentatonic are contained within the full A minor scale. And if you had the book in front of you, you'd see that I have the uh, minor pentatonic lead pattern diagrammed by itself and then I show you what the full minor scale looks like and you can see that they are sharing most of the same notes. The pentatonic, <clears throat> the minor pentatonic does not have a second and it doesn't have a sixth. So you could think of the A minor pentatonic as a minor scale minus the second and sixth or you could think, think of the, a, the full A minor scale as A minor pentatonic with an added second and a sixth, a flat sixth to be specific. <clears throat> so A minor pentatonic sounds like this. And the full A minor scale sounds like this. Here's A minor pentatonic. Here's the full A minor scale. So when you're playing a p over a piece of music, that centers on an A minor chord, 
or rather that is in A minor. It's using notes and chords from the A minor scale, maybe something like A minor, G, and F. You can play the full A minor scale over it if you'd like to. Or you could play just the A minor pentatonic over it. Or you can think A minor pentatonic, you know, stick within uh, the familiar box shapes that you're used to. And you would think about adding in a second. and a sixth. You know, a lot of guitar players um, always think uh, pentatonic is a bass scale. They're either in a minor pentatonic or a major pentatonic. And then they add in other intervals, sometimes not even knowing what those other intervals are or understanding where they where they come from. Uh, I hear that a lot with guitar players where, where they're like, yeah, I'm an A minor, but I'm, you know, I'm adding in this, uh, this F note because it sounds so good, you know? Um, or, you know, I'm adding in a B because I like the sound of, of the B. And then I explain to them, well, that's just the, the A minor scale. And, or they might be adding in some other intervals, which we'll get to in a minute. So that explains how you, might, how you would approach the uh, uh, A minor pentatonic if you're playing in the relative minor key. But you could be playing in other minor modes. So you might be playing a Dorian mode. This would be where you're playing around A minor, but it's actually drawn from the G major scale, with A minor being the second degree of the G major scale. This would be like... Uh, if you're playing an, an A minor D chord progression or something. So you've got an F sharp in there. Um, so your A Dorian scale sounds like this. That's a root, second, minor third, fourth, fifth, a major sixth. The natural minor scale had a flat sixth, but Dorian mode has a major sixth. Then you have a flat seven and a root. So you can think of the Dorian scale as being a natural minor scale, but instead of a flat sixth, you have a major sixth. And of course, the A minor pentatonic hasn't changed. It's still a root, uh, flat third, fourth, fifth, flat seventh. So once again, the minor pentatonic is contained within the Dorian scale. Um, a Dorian scale is going to have an, an added second, and it's going to have an added major seventh. So here's plain A minor. Here's a Dorian with a second and a sixth. Once again, here's A minor pentatonic, and 
And here's A Dorian. And a guitar player playing an A Dorian is likely going to stay in the same familiar A minor pentatonic uh, boxes or lead patterns, whatever you want to call them, same ones that he or she would use if they were playing in a natural minor key. Um, they're going to add in a second, just like they would if they were in a natural minor key, but then they would also add in a major sixth. So they would play their typical A minor, you know, um, <clears throat> licks and phrases. <laughs> But they would add in a second, for example. Or they put that sixth in there, especially if they're going to play over a chord progression like A minor and D. The sixth in the scale, um, in this case it's F sharp, becomes the third in the D major chord, which is an essential part of that. Dorian mode sound. So the other minor mode that you're likely to, uh, well, the other minor mode that you could play. You're not actually all that likely to use it. I'll talk about that in a moment. Is a Phrygian mode. This would be where you're actually using notes and chords from the F major scale, but you're centering on its third degree, um, A, uh, producing a Phrygian mode. Would sound something like this. So an A Phrygian scale has a root, a flat second, a flat third, a fourth, a fifth, a flat sixth, and a flat seventh. And you could put the, uh, <clears throat> the eighth would be the same as the tonic pitch. So once again, hopefully you picked up on the fact that the Phrygian scale still has the intervals in it that make a pentatonic scale. So it still has the root and the flat third, the fourth, fifth, and the flat seventh. Um, <clears throat> so you could think of a uh, A minor pentatonic as a Phrygian scale minus the flat second and flat sixth. Or you can think of a Phrygian scale as an A minor pentatonic with an added flat second and flat sixth. You can think of a Phrygian scale as a natural minor scale with a flat second. A natural minor, minor scale would have a, a regular second in it. And Phrygian has the flat second. That's its, that is its most defining characteristic. So if you're playing in A Phrygian mode, you can still play A minor pentatonic over it. You don't have to play the full uh, modal scale. You can, just, you can still play A minor pentatonic over it. If you want to get that Phrygian sound, you can just add in a couple extra intervals 
to the familiar lead pattern. Specifically, you would, you would add in a flat second. And then you can put in the sixth like you do for the, for the, the uh, minor scale. So let's do a little review here. Whether you're playing, whether you're using the major pentatonic and playing in a major mode, or whether you are using the minor pentatonic and playing in a minor mode, uh, in, any in any case, all of the modes in the major scale, the three major and the three minor, have contained within them a pentatonic scale. So the three major modes, Ionian, Lydian, and Mixolydian, still have the intervals that make a major pentatonic scale. And all the three minor modes, which would be Aeolian, Dorian, and Phrygian, have within them all of the intervals that make a minor pentatonic scale. When you're in a major mode, the difference between them is actually the fourth and the seventh. Uh, Lydian mode has a sharp fourth. That's what makes it different from a regular major scale. Mixolydian mode has a flat seventh. That's what makes it different from a regular uh, major scale. And when you're in a minor mode, uh, it's the seconds and the sixths that make each mode different. So for example, Dorian mode has a major sixth, whereas the natural minor scale has a flat or minor sixth. And Phrygian mode has a flat second where uh, the natural minor has a, uh, just a regular second. <clears throat> so you can uh, just think regular you know, pentatonic patterns. When you're in a major mode, you're going to add in a fourth or a seventh. When you're in a minor mode, you're going to add in a second or a sixth or both. And let me talk about what kind of patterns you end up getting, because it's kind of interesting. You really, you really have four modes that you're likely to use, and of those four modes, they only use three patterns. So let, let me explain what that means. First of all, I'm leaving out Locrian mode, the seventh mode, because it's just not a mode that's used. I talk about, I've mentioned that before. So uh, the Locrian mode, by the way, does not have a pentatonic scale within it. It's got a flat fifth. It doesn't have a perfect fifth, which you need for a, for a pentatonic, um, for a minor pentatonic scale. It is a minor bass scale because it's got a minor third in it, but you won't be able to build a minor pentatonic with it. But we don't care about Locrian mode because it's not used, so we're going to leave that out. So let's go back to the major examples. So that's a C major chord. That is uh, the C major pentatonic, which you hear at the beginning of uh, My Girl by the Temptations. That famous guitar riff just climbs right up the C major pentatonic. So when you're playing in a song that is said to be in a major key, and remember from my previous podcast that I told you that if a song is in a major key, all that means is that it's tonic primary chord is major and its overall tonality is major. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's the major scale. Lydian mode is considered a major key. 
you know, C mixolydian mode is considered a major key. And if you're playing in any type of major key, um, you can play the major pentatonic. So whether you're playing in C major or C lydian or C mixolydian, it doesn't matter, you can play the C major pentatonic. Because all three of those major modes have a pentatonic scale within them. And if you want to add in additional intervals to make the full modal scale, then you're going to add in uh, fourths and sevenths. So if you want to play the full major scale, you're going to add in a fourth and a seventh. And you can do that by sticking in the same familiar pentatonic lead patterns that uh, um, I teach in Fretboard Theory Volume 2, Chapter 6. Um, if you want that to be a Lydian scale, well then you would just change the fourths to sharp fourths. And if you want it to be mixolydian, you uh, will keep the perfect fourth, but you'll make the uh, change the seventh to a flat seventh. So you end up getting um, three possible um, patterns, or I should say you have um, three variations on this lead pattern. You know, you're still, you're still thinking of the pentatonic as your base scale, but you know, you're adding in either a fourth and a seventh, that's one variation, or a sharp fourth and a seventh, that would be the second variation, or a fourth and a flat seventh, that would be your third variation. And then when you're in a minor key, A minor, for example, remember that to say that something is in the key of A minor really only means that the primary or tonic chord is A minor and that the overall tonality is A minor, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's natural minor. It could be Dorian, it could be Phrygian. And regardless of which mode it, uh, it actually is, you can use A minor pentatonic over them all because all of the minor modes have in them a minor pentatonic scale. And if you want to play the full natural minor scale, then you can just add in a second and a flat sixth. If you want it to be Dorian, well then you would just raise that sixth to a, to a major sixth. And if you want it to be uh, Phrygian, um, you could just think natural minor with the flat sixth and then flat the second as well.
and you end up having three variations of the minor pentatonic. You've got the natural minor that's got a second and a flat sixth. You've got the Dorian that has a second and a major sixth. And then you have the uh, Phrygian, which has a flat second and a flat sixth. So three variations. However, the variation that you would use for the A natural minor scale is identical to the pattern that you get when you're in the relative major and you're playing the major scale. So if you're using C major pentatonic, and you add in a fourth and seventh, you get the same, very same pattern that you get when you're in A minor pentatonic and you play the, the A minor scale. Now again, you can't see, see this, but I have it all diagrammed and pointed out in the book. You know, there's seven modes in the major scale. The seventh mode isn't really used. So there are six, six modes that actually get used. Of those six, um, you, uh, the most common are going to be the major and the minor, the plain major, Ionian mode, and the um, natural minor, or the relative minor, Aeolian mode. Those are going to be the most common. The second most common major mode is going to be Mixolydian. Lydian is not going to come up a whole lot. It's, it, it's very un uncommon to have a song where you're riffing and jamming in Lydian mode. And the other minor mode that's likely to come up is Dorian, which is fairly common, but it's very unusual to play a song in Phrygian mode. So most of the time, you're going to be playing in either major or minor, but you might have Mixolydian or you might have Dorian. So that's four modes that nine times out of ten you're going, you're going to encounter. And of those four modes, they actually only make three patterns on the fretboard because the major, uh, the, the relative major and the relative minor make the very same pattern. Then you'll have a Mixolydian pattern, then you'll have a Dorian pattern. But they're all very similar and they're all based in these same, in this same familiar pentatonic lead pattern or, pen, or pentatonic box. And because of this, most guitar players, um, uh, or rather I should say, this is one of the reasons why a lot of guitar players are kind of confused about the modal concept, um, although they can still play pretty well over most music. Uh, let, me, let me explain what I mean here. So, uh, guitar players will usually always use the pentatonic as a bass scale. And not only will they use the pentatonic, but they'll also favor a couple of positions, like I pointed out in, in chapter six of, of the book and in a previous podcast, these so-called lead patterns. So they're kind of like always in it. That's, that's like the, you know, the, uh, the scale for, for everything. They'll use it in its major form and its minor form. And then they know that they can add in some additional intervals. And they may not really know what those intervals are or why they work or where they come from, but they know that they can add in some extra intervals in the pentatonic, probably because when they learned how to play guitar, they were learning songs, you know, off of recordings and watching other guitar players play. And, you know, they they see other guitar players riffing and jamming in a pentatonic box. 
and they see that they'll move maybe a little bit outside of the box. Or add something, you know, in the box. So they kind of pick up on these extra notes and they're like, oh, you know, those sound cool. I'll try to work those in too. And uh, you might be listening to them saying, yeah, that does sound cool. What are you doing? Well, they may not always be able to give you a proper musical explanation because, you know, they may be playing a mode, but they don't, they're really not sure what it is. This is also one of the reasons why a lot of guitar players will insist that modes are patterns because they're not picking up on the underlying concept that to play a mode, you're really just playing major scales, but you're centering on a different degree. In other words, if you're playing, you know, uh, C, C major, you're using C major scale patterns. If you play C Lydian, you're actually using G major scale patterns. And if you play C Mixolydian, You're actually playing F major scale patterns. So as I have um, pointed out before, you don't need to learn new patterns to play modes. You use the same patterns that you use for major scales. You just have to learn um, how to center your playing on different degrees of the scale and how to apply the uh, patterns. But a lot of guitar players don't really get into playing modes this way. They stick in pentatonic boxes, and then they, they're adding extra intervals. So to them, to play a mode means that you have to learn it as a new pattern. So they're thinking, well, I'm in C major pentatonic, but I'm playing this pattern where I add in, you know, this note and that note. And so in their mind, they just kind of file that away as... As a, as a pattern, a variation on the pentatonic, but its own, own pattern. Or if they're playing in the major scale, then they think to themselves, well, I'm in the C major pentatonic, but I add in this note and this one. So they kind of file that away as its own pattern. They don't really pick up on the fact that um, it's, it's just a major scale pattern. Right? They just, they just switch major scales. And the same for the minor modes as well. They're thinking, you know, A minor pentatonic, and, you know, if they're playing over uh, Stairway to Heaven, for example, um, they're going to think A minor pentatonic, you know, but they add in that note. that note. So they kind of file that away as, oh, that's a, that's a new pattern. And maybe they even uh, correctly identify it as being Aeolian mode or the, or the minor scale. And then if they're playing over a song like Oye Como Va by Santana, again, they're going to think A minor pentatonic, but they're thinking about adding in other notes, you know?
so in their mind, they're building a new pattern. So they think that in order to play in Dorian mode, you've got to play a different pattern. And in a sense, you do. However, um, this approach to teaching modes as, as simply as, as new patterns really misses the whole underlying concept and unfortunately leads to a lot of confusion and limitations. So that's why I don't start with that, but it's good to talk about it here because um, it helps you understand um, different perspectives from other guitar players. So in a sense, if you want, you can think of playing in different modes as different patterns. If you want to think of, of a pentatonic lead pattern as being your bass scale and then adding in some extra intervals to produce some of the different modes, you can do that. And, and that can work. And, and honestly, most guitar players would probably think this way. Well, they would definitely play this well, this way. You know, if, if you listen to a lot of guitar players that are famous for, you know, guitar soloing, um, and if you learn, you know, a lot of, you know, pop and rock and classic rock, um, guitar, you know, riffs and guitar solos and stuff, you know, you'll find that <clears throat> they do favor these pentatonic uh, patterns, and then they just kind of add in major scale notes to them most of the time. All right? So <clears throat> I want to point out a couple more things. Uh, we're going to go back to C major pentatonic. So you can play three uh, major modes, C major, uh, C lydian, or C mixolydian. But most of the time, you're going to play either in the plain major scale or mixolydian mode. Okay, Lydian's not going to come up. Uh, too much. And the only difference between a uh, C major scale and the C mixolydian scale is uh, the seventh. So the major scale has the major seventh and the mixolydian scale has the flat seventh. But they both have a perfect fourth. So they, they both have a fourth in them. So what this means is, when you're playing in a major key, it's probably going to be either the plain major scale or mixolydian mode. All right? And what that means is you can play the major pentatonic, and it also means that you can probably safely add a fourth to the major pentatonic, and it should work most of the time that you're in a major key. So it's very common for guitar players to use the major pentatonic, and add the fourth in there, but not the seventh. You hear this quite a bit, for example, in music by the Allman Brothers Band. They use a lot of major pentatonic, and they will really put a lot of emphasis on the fourth. and they'll usually stay away from the seventh. And a lot of guitar players will do this, and I think one of the reasons may be is that if you're gonna add in a seventh, um, then things get a little trickier, because which seventh do you add in? Do you add in the major seventh? Do you add in the flat seventh? 
I mean, if you understand modes and chord progressions and how chord progressions are drawn from major scales and the center and blah, 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 you know, if you're a student of, of my program, you could probably very easily identify which, you know, what kind of patterns you should play and whether or not it should have a major seventh or a flat seventh. But a lot of guitar players, especially guitar players that play by ear, because um, they're not always thinking of, of all this stuff, um, they go to hit a seventh because they think, well, I'm in a major key, so I ought to be able to play a major scale, right? And they'll go to hit that major seventh. Well, sometimes it doesn't work, like when they're in mixolydian mode, but they don't know it. Um, so, and then they might think, okay, well, I guess you play a flat seventh. They may not even think of it as a flat seventh. Well, if they're in a major key, then the flat seventh doesn't work. And I think that a lot of guitar players tend to stick with notes that they can safely use most of the time, and they try to avoid notes that, that cause problems. So because the seventh interval can potentially cause a problem, and many guitar players experience this and they don't know why, I think this is one of the reasons why it's very common for guitar players to use a major pentatonic and just add a fourth. Because nine times out of ten when you're in a major key, you can safely add a fourth. So that's something you can try playing over songs in major keys, using the major pentatonic. And then add in a fourth. Nine times out of ten when you're in a major key, it'll work. And it's got a nice sound to it, and it's kind of easy to play. And I have this all diagrammed and uh, explained visually with uh, with uh, neck diagrams in the book. Now if you want to figure out what the full mode is and you want to put the seventh in there, you can just kind of experiment. I do talk about this in the book. It's like go ahead and just play the major seventh over you know, a piece of music that's in a major key or, and then play the flat seventh and just decide for yourself which one sounds like a good fit. If the major seventh sounds like a good fit, then you must be in a major key. Go with it. If the flat seventh sounds like a good fit, then you must be in a mixolydian mode. So go with it. Sometimes a song will um, uh, use modal interchange where it actually alternates between uh, a major key and a parallel scale like the mixolydian scale. So you'd have a song that's, that's a combination of C major and C mixolydian. In which case, um, the seventh will, will change. You'll notice that when it's using um, chords from the major scale, that the flat, the major seventh sounds right. And then when it goes to the flat seventh chord from mixolydian mode, you need to hit on that flat seventh in the scale. Sometimes it's difficult to play over progressions like that because you've got a progression that's you know borrowing chords from both the major and mixolydian and mixing them together. So you're constantly going back and forth between needing to apply the major seventh and the flat seventh. Some people like that. Um, they get get some interesting um, melodies and licks and phrases where they're constantly changing things up. It's a challenge to them. They enjoy that. A lot of guitar players wouldn't want to deal with that, so they would just simplify and play the pentatonic scale over the whole thing. And they would likely add in the fourth because the fourth is fair game in both modes.
Okay, now let's switch to A minor. And let me just say a few more things about um, playing an A minor pentatonic and adding, uh, filling in with notes to make uh, the minor scale or a mode. So when you add notes to the minor pentatonic to make either the minor scale or one of the modes, you're going to add in a second or a sixth. Um, in the natural minor scale, you're going to add in a second and a flat sixth. In the Dorian scale, you add in a second and a major sixth. In the uh, Phrygian scale, you add in a flat second and a flat sixth. Well, you're nine times out of ten, if you're in a major, uh, excuse me, if you're in a minor key, it's going to be the natural minor or it's going to be Dorian. Phrygian is just not all that common, so you're not going to encounter it very much. So what that means is you're really looking at adding in a second and a flat sixth or a second and a major sixth. So hopefully you picked up on the fact that whether you're in natural minor or Dorian, which is the other type of minor key you're most likely to uh, encounter, you're going to have a second either way. So a lot of guitar players, um, guitar solo with minor pentatonic scales, but they add in a second. So um, for example, here is A minor pentatonic, and here it is again with a second. Or maybe something like. Um, a great example would be. That was a second in there. So you can, if you're in a minor key, nine times out of ten, you can play the minor pentatonic. Go ahead and put a second in there, and it should work just fine. Whether or not, whether you're in natural minor or Dorian, it shouldn't matter. You're probably not going to encounter Phrygian um, very much, and so the pentatonic patterns with a second in there are very common. A lot of riffs and guitar solos are based in pentatonic patterns with, with a second in there. Now adding in a sixth gets a little tricky because um, it's got to be a flat six if you're in a, a natural minor key and it's got to be a major sixth if you're in Dorian mode. So, so for that reason I think that some guitar players get a little confused, they get frustrated because they don't understand why the sixths are not always fitting in the way they would expect. And so I think they just avoid them. They just leave them out, right? Um, if you're ever playing in a minor key and you're using the minor pentatonic, the second is always fair game. And you can add in a flat sixth and see how it fits with the music. If it works, go with it. If not, try a major sixth, and sixth instead. have songs in a minor key that use a modal interchange too, where they might go back and forth between chords from the natural minor scale and chords from the uh, Dorian scale, so the sixths are changing in the music, and uh, sometimes you can follow the changes and change the sixths in the scale, 
sometimes that just gets a little too busy and you need to simplify. So you can just say, okay, I'm gonna forget about the sixths. I'm gonna think straight minor pentatonic and I might add in some seconds. And that should work most of the time. So earlier I said that, you know, there's, there's seven modes of the major scale, but sixth, six that are only used, Locrian mode doesn't really come up. And of the six that are used, most of the time it's either plain major or mixolydian, natural minor or Dorian. All right? And so that's four modes that you're most likely to encounter. The relative major and the relative minor make the very same patterns. So there's actually only three patterns to cover those four possible modes that you'll encounter. And then if you simplify things and you say, well, I'm going to stick with just a major pentatonic with a fourth because that'll cover me for most major keys. I'm not going to worry about the sevenths. And I'm going to play a minor pentatonic and add a second. I'm not going to worry about the sixths because, you know, I'll be covered this way. Then you really only have two patterns that you need to worry about. You've got a major pentatonic with a fourth in there. Or you've got a minor pentatonic with a second in there. And believe it or not, quite a bit of popular guitar playing is done in either a major pentatonic with a fourth added or a minor pentatonic with a second added. And this is true for some of the most famous guitar players and some of the most famous guitar solos and guitar riffs. So we're talking about, you know, people that are highly skilled players and, you know, they're, they're very famous for their uh, solos and their compositions. So yeah, um, I don't want you to think that taking this approach is, is cheating, you know, that you're not going all the way, that you're simplifying anything. So it's certainly not a beginner level approach. You know, Eric Johnson, who's considered by many to be just one of the greatest guitar players ever, is famous for his spectacular instrumental Cliffs of Dover. Uh, for a lot of his lead guitar soloing, he prefers pentatonic scales and he'll either add in a fourth or a, a second, much like I uh, have talked about here in this podcast. So as just one example that, uh, you know, doing this is not, is not cheating and you're not necessarily holding yourself back. I mean, ultimately, you want to experiment with these options and figure out what you're most comfortable with, what feels best in your hands, what you like the sound of, and what you feel like you can creatively use, you know, to your full potential. Well, that wraps up this free guitar lesson on adding major scales and modes to familiar pentatonic patterns. I want to remind you that there's a lot more information in the book, including some song references, and of course everything is diagrammed and mapped out for you. And it's really helpful to see this, um, this concept that I'm talking about. I also get into, in the book, I also get into adding uh, thirds, playing in thirds and sixths. That's a nice technique. And uh, you can do that right within the, uh, these same pentatonic lead patterns, and you can use sixths, and you can even do, play thirds in different modes. So I tab that out for you, too. That way you can stick in your, your lead pattern, but you can incorporate full major scales, full modes, some thirds, and some sixths.
Uh, and then in some of the later chapters in the book, and uh, I'm going to uh, cover this in some uh, future podcast episodes too, I'm going to talk about how you can stick in these same familiar lead patterns and you can incorporate some of the caged system arpeggio patterns. And you would do this to outline chords and uh, outline chord progressions. And I, I, I am also going to get into um, using the harmonic minor scale. And I'll be talking about how it fits into uh, these pentatonic patterns. This concludes today's episode. Please rate this podcast and leave a positive review. Be sure to join my email list at guitarmusictheory.com in order to receive free guitar lessons and learn more about my instructional books and videos. Once subscribed, you're welcome to reply to any message with questions, and I'll get right back to you. Once again, the website is guitarmusictheory.com, and I'm Desi Serna. Keep listening, and let me know if you need any help.